y'all. It's Carmen. What up, y'all? It's Brian. We're back for part two of our discussion on um, the children as it pertains to our godly family structure. And so we have got um, some questions that we're going to discuss and to wrap this thing up. So I just had this thought. Um, you know how when you, we this, the quarantine started and you started to kind of get back out and go places and we all we were told you know to put on a mask and what I was not prepared for when I put the mask on is how terrible my breath smelled. Have you thought about that? What's this got to do with anything? About <laughs> I'm going somewhere. <laughs> I'm going somewhere. I don't feel you. Well, the, I didn't know how bad my breath was Did until I put the, the mask on. Put the orbit. Yeah, I mean there? now I I would. But got a dirty mask. Clean it up. Okay. So I also feel like maybe the being quarantined for however long that we were was kind of that mask to to see, for me to see how terrible my parenting was. Oh, <laughs> kind of like I how. I didn't really think about that, but yeah, it was. I mean, that was that was a. It wasn't fun. It well. I mean, there were some fun times, but so at that time we had Shelby, and then we had the, our two foster sons. Or, Two foster boys who are with us who have now they've moved on to another home so it's just Shelby now but that was that was just pressure <laughs> you know of all five of us in the house at the same time it's like putting the mask on and you smelling your nasty breath I had some nasty parenting like what you said a pressure like a pressure cooker mm-hmm yeah don't let it explode right <laughs> So with that being said, we're going to dive into these discussion <laughs> questions that we are not the perfect parents, and Lord, Lord, knows. Lord no. no, we mess up on this every single day. Um, we're just trying to make it. We're trying to make it. We're trying to follow God's what God says to do, and and sometimes we fail, and sometimes we don't. But let's let's jump in. What's the what's the first question we have? In the structure of the home, where do the children rank? So if we go by Psalm 128, which we've based all these discussions on, the children are fourth place. Number four. Number four. Which I was number four in my family. Okay. So it, number four is not bad. Yeah, no. Number four is good. I was number three. Yep. Not exactly. You were number one. Oh, I was talking about if you're talking stuff. about children. See, but we got to go deeper than that. So you're nerdy. <laughs> So let's get nerdy. Okay. Let's guide, father, okay, so mother, I was seventh. and then children. I was seventh in the... Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I I'm pouting right now. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, we wasn't first. Right. And either we still ain't first. Yeah. So I had this... I went and got my hair cut today. I had this... There was this lady there that was kind of having the same kind don't of tell discussion. Tell me my business. I'm not saying where I was. I don't even know who this woman was. She was just there. I was minding my own business. Getting, she might need to listen. Getting my hair cut. And she was talking about how she was taught as a young girl to love her husband more than she loved her children. And she said there was no way she was doing that, which didn't paint a good light on whoever her husband is, really. Well, yeah, I just think about how, you know, you, you hear a lot, after a kid's grown, divorce. Mm-hmm. And we talk about this because 
one day these kids are going to grow up and they're going to leave the house. Right. We're going to be back together again. Yeah. As if we're dating. Mm-hmm. That's how we're going to look at it. Okay. Crazy. I don't think it's loving one, loving your spouse more than you love your children. I think it's, you can have the same amount of love, but it'd be a different, yeah. a different sort of love. Right. And children need to know that the world does not revolve around them. Yes, in that season, you may spend a lot more time and attention giving to them, but you don't necessarily need to put your spouse on the back burner because of that. Because like you said, in 18 years, that child's going to be gone off to college, living their own life. And here you are, are you living with a stranger because you haven't given your spouse that time and attention? Don't put your spouse in the back burner either because then that, that leads to other issues. Yeah. So, yeah, just like you're saying, I think it, I think it's a balance. Mm-hmm. But the children need to know, you know. Right. They're not the boss. Right. They're not in control. They don't run this prison. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't like you calling our house a prison. And I'm the warden then. Man, we got cameras. <laughs> we got other things in here. Keep it's your, not a prison. It's a, it's, a happy, it's a happy place. Oh, yeah. It's, it's happy. But we just don't let the prisoners run the prison. Right. The warden does. Right. So they need a healthy, <laughs> they need a healthy knowledge of where they stand. Right. As it pertains to the relationships in, in, in our lives. Yep. Yep. All right. Number two, um, what is the goal of parenting? Okay. I said seeing them come to Christ, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the, like we talked about last week about training them up in, in servanthood. Yeah. 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 Training them to, to know what to do and what's the right thing. What would God have them to do? Training them to make decisions that when they lay their head down at night to go to sleep, they're not laying there with a bunch of regrets and woulda, shoulda, couldas, you know, that kind of thing. I want that. That's not good to sleep. No. So talking about, you know, seeing your kids come to Christ, we, you and I, without even knowing it, we're praying for Shelby to have a salvation experience, to accept Jesus as her Savior and... That was cool that we were both able to be a part of that decision. And, and you baptized her. And and then the boys that we had in our home, um, you led them to the Lord and, and you were able to baptize them too. So I think that's some that leads into the next question, which is, what is the fruit? Is that what the question is? No, Mama. I'm sorry. What is the evidence uh, of evidence. godly fruit parenting? So that's some evidence that we can oh, yeah. attest to. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, I think I was thinking about more of the lines of loving God and loving others. Mm-hmm. Letting that see evidence of good godly parenting. Mm-hmm. I think kindness. We mm-hmm. may we may feel it that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Girls are mean. I know. I mean, you got to fight. You got to fight that nature. You know, know. and you got to help Why your are kids. So mean? I don't know. <laughs> They'll cut you right in the heart. Nice. But with words. But we've been we're told to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, right? Yeah. So we can't just stay say, Oh, well, I'm a girl, so I can be mean. I know. We gotta God's transforming us, so we gotta act like it. Be nice. Gotta be a new creature. Oh yeah. I and I was Shelby gets out of the car in the mornings at school. I'm like, Okay, do your best, be kind. 
you know, I want her that to be something that's always in her mind. Okay, I have a decision here. I can be unkind or I can be kind. What's going to be the best thing to do? I need to hear that too. You need to start telling me that before, when I, I before I leave the door, leave yeah. out the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So evidence, loving God and loving people and, and all that we do and all that our children do are going to be into those two categories one way or the other. If there's evidence of us doing what we've been commanded to do through scripture. All right. Next question. How does each parent contribute to the upbringing of the children? Okay, so dads. So I'll answer this okay. as a father. So like we said in weeks past, uh, being a protector, provider, and then what we were talking about this week, being a servant. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for the moms, um, I would say nurturing, you know, seeing what your kids are good at and you know, almost like they're a pl- if they're a plant, like it says in Psalm 128, they're an olive shoot, watering the things that you see within them that are good and that they're good at, you know, nur- nurturing that, um, managing them, just... Managing the household. Yeah. Keeping me in check. Yep. That's tough. Mm-hmm. Well, you want things to run smoothly. You don't want, like we've said before, we don't want to be a chaotic home. Yeah. Cracking the whip. Me? Yeah. Sure. When? <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. It's going to be a good show. <laughs> Next question. Where are we at? Number five? Yeah. All right. So how important is the father in raising a child? Okay. Big. Very important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we were talking about before about how statistics show that. Um, and I said, you know, that you can't always look at statistics. I'm right. a math guy. I like statistics. Probability. Mm-hmm. But you can't always go by that. But a father pay, pray, plays sorry, a big role in that. And I guess we've been talking about here about training them. They need that father and that training. They need things that may come up that a father can only provide. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, if you want to think about more about the statistics, you know, you can hear, go back to um, episode entitled The Father Factor that I did early on um, talking about my dad and how, the majority of my teenage years, when he passed away, I, I grew up without a father. Um, but what he did instill in me in 14 years of my life was, you know, these things. Um, Be kind. Yeah. Work hard. Yep. See, yeah. See, even, I never met him, but I could tell you about mm-hmm. those things. So his, the evidence of his parenting is, is part of who I am today. So. I think I look back at my dad, I think more of... Uh, decisions you know mm-hmm. even to this day we still go and ask mm-hmm. him by decision you know he's, he's he may not wi- want, he's a wise person he may not want to yeah. answer it but mm-hmm. you know we're looking for a decision yeah and i can remember him being at all our games mm-hmm. our ball games um me and my twin brother we were together and i have a younger brother so that my parents had to split up and they would split up things but he was always there guiding us yeah disciplining us mm-hmm. 
from right from wrong. And I, I think um, that's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we both had good fathers that did. Yeah. That showed us the right way. Yeah. All right. And number six, what big picture instructions do we need to instill in our children? You mean answer? Okay, I think that goes back to what we've already said is to love God and to love people. And we can go back to that verse. Um, I'm not real sure where it is, but Jesus said the greatest two commandments are to love God with all your heart and soul and mind and to love your neighbor as yourself. So when we instill those things, to love God, to love people, to love yourself as well. Um, it's just like the greatest commandment. Mm -hmm. Love God, love others. Yeah. 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 If we can do those two, three things, we're doing pretty good. What three things? I thought I just said two. I said love yourself, too. Oh, okay. Because it says love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. So it means you have to love yourself. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today, right? We've got, um, we got two more verses just to kind of encourage and to reiterate what we've been talking about. Um, but Brian's got a verse and then I do and then we're going to pray and close this sucker out alright <laughs> sucker <laughs> oh, alright so mine's 2 Timothy 3.13 I'm sorry 3.16 um, you know always some good verses at 3.16 right sure alright so this one says all scripture is God breathed and is used for teaching rebuking correcting and training in righteousness so pretty much what we're talking about with the kids here. We've been talking about training, bringing them up, correcting mm -hmm. them. Um, you know, my parents did that. God's still doing that to me today. Carmen does that for me also. So, but with the kids, same thing, same thing, same rules apply. Yeah. Well, as as Christians who are who happen to be parents, this is what we have to fall back on. We have scripture. And it is useful for all of those things. So, you know, if there's ever anything that I'm not real sure what to do, I know there's going to be something in this book, in Scripture, that I can go back and and God's going to lead me to to help in some way or another. So that's what we've got to lean back on, right? Yeah. I think that's, that's our part, you know, is your children is leading them to Christ. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we teach the youth, too, and that's uh, what we pray for them, too. We, we teach them and yeah. to be Christ. Yeah. Plus, in a practical sense, we want our, you know, we what we want for Shelby, any other children that may come through our home, is that we would, they would grow up to be good citizens that aren't going to go out there and cause trouble and that are, like we said, love God and love their neighbor, and their life's going to reflect that. All right, so all you parents out there who may be struggling or feel like you're not doing doing the best job, you are doing, you're doing good. Just keep on keeping on. We've had some bad days, but we've had um, good days as well. And those are ups and downs that just come naturally with raising kids. So I'm going to leave you guys with, um, this is kind of a prayer for all of us, um, but it comes out of number 624. And it says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. 
the Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace. So we pray this over you and over ourselves, and we just wish you all the best. So you're going to have to come back again. This ends our discussion. I think it, I think I do better with you here with me. I ain't doing no more. You don't want to? I'm kidding. He'll be back. As long as you treat me to something nice, I might come back. He'll be back in the future very soon. All right. It's been Brian and Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it. Keep it real and true. Bye. Peace.